In the words of McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, we're back with a brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, and we're talking about how to help your team better succeed. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. All right, competitor. Man, I'm stoked you're here. Jake is here, your chief encouragement officer, and I'm so excited that we get to hang out this morning. As you probably noticed, we've started putting an emphasis on the podcast around building our leadership in our professional lives improving our mindset in our professional and personal ones. How do we overcome complacency, overcome inconsistency, overcome this bad habit of comparison so that we continue to strive toward building the habits, the discipline, and the focus that helps us compete every day. You're going to see a little bit more in the coming weeks around these topics, but man, I'm putting all of my emphasis into helping you even more in these areas. Leadership influence, mindset, mental toughness, gratitude, putting in the right kind of focus so that you take control of your schedule so that you stop getting distracted by everything that's pulling you off the rails, making you inconsistent, making you compare yourself to other people. And you stay locked into what matters most, which is the choices you make every day and how you show up to help others. So I hope you like this new direction. I'm super excited about it because it really gets to blend some of the work I do coaching my executive clients, coaching my teams, doing my speaking on stage with more of the things that I think are going to be applicable and helping you continue to rise and excel in your personal and professional life. And so you're going to hear a lot more about what it means to have a contender's desire, a competitor's focus, and champion's habits. And so we're going to dive into that more, but today... We're talking about how do we help our team succeed? So whether you're running a gym, whether you're managing a sales team, whether you're a small business entrepreneur and trying to wing it by yourself, there's something in here for for each of you. And why why this is so important to me is, is I see it come up a lot recently with clients and I see a lot of companies that have missed the mark on this. They've missed the opportunity to really dial their employees and their teams up to a new level. See, every one of us, when we take a job, yeah, yeah, we want the pay. But we really want to know, how do I do my job? How do I become really good at my job? And honestly, how is it helping me? Is it helping me financially? Is it helping me career-wise? And a lot of times, if we ask our teams a few questions, they wouldn't be able to answer it. And so while I was doing a leadership workshop the other day for one of my construction clients, we got to talking about this in terms of leading. If you want to help the people that directly report to you, you need to help them from a clear direction standpoint. They need to know what their role is and they need to know why their role matters to the team. A lot of us, if we're honest, we know what work we do. We know what our job responsibilities are. We know what our title is. We don't always know why we do certain things and why it actually matters to the overall company. And the reason this is so important to clarify with our teams is because the better that we can understand as individuals how the work we do actually impacts and influences others, that we're a part of something, that we have 
influence and we have agency of our own actions and, and our own actions will create and impact others, then we're a little more empowered by the work we do. We understand the importance. It's not just we're doing it to doing it. We're doing this task because it helps A, B, and C. So the first is setting that clear direction. Second is the expectations. What are the clear expectations? What are the expectations of you in this role and you as part of this culture? Identifying clearly what those expectations are because as we've talked in the past, if we're building connection and relationships with our teams, if we're building a relationship with the team and we know who they are, what they like to do, what their goals are, then we start to build the right to hold them accountable. And once they know what their role is, they know why their role matters, and then we set the expectations that here's the standards, we agree upon it, then we've earned the right at that point to hold them accountable when they fall short. And then the last piece of this is clear excitement. Now you may be wondering where the exciting part comes, but it's how we help the individual understand what the work they do today is and how it matters to where they ultimately want to go. This is the piece that almost all companies miss. All managers miss this opportunity. They, they'll define the job, the responsibilities, the actions. Sometimes they'll define why the job matters and why the work you do matters. A lot of companies will tell you, here's our expectations and standards. They'll have an employee handbook. But very, very few will take the time to tell you and teach you and show you why the work you do right now matters to where you want to go. And the reason this is so incredibly important is because one, it involves the manager, the leader, you, taking the time to build the relationship with those you're trying to work with, those that report to you, those you're trying to lead. Because once you build the relationship, you have a pretty good idea. What's their why? What is their purpose? What gets them up in the morning and gets them into the job? Where do they want to go? Is it within your company? Are they driven by career aspirations to get that corner office? Or are they just trying to build the income to go do things outside of it? What is their ultimate end goal? And then once you know that, it's on us to connect the dots to show them, hey, I know you're only at this front desk position right now and you you hate answering the phones and you want to be doing this in real estate later. I understand that. But listen, Every time you answer the phone, it's an opportunity to build a connection and rapport with somebody you're meeting for the very first time. The better you can learn to greet them, to connect them, to serve them, the easier is this going to be for you when you're a real estate agent down the line and you're having to make and meet and create immediate relationships with people that you want to sell their house or you want to help buy. See, the more we connect the work we do now to the work we're going to do later, the more invested we are in the work now. Because at that point, the employees go from just checking into a job and getting by and getting paid to starting to see, this is why I do this, so it helps me get to there. In sports, there's tons of drills. A lot of basic footwork drills. I remember in football, uh, Coach Turner, my old quarterback coach, would always have us do this specific warm-up drill down the line. And we'd always do it. It was kind of throwing over a net to start it. And at the beginning, I kind of understood it. I was a shorter guy. Didn't quite see always how the crossover would be from a high release point until he started connecting the dots and we could show it on film and we could talk about it. Hey, listen, we do this drill and you do this every day because I want you to work on the release point here because you're going to need it to get over this person and this person and the ball's not going to get knocked down. I was way more committed to doing the drill once I understood, ooh, this is how it helps me do what I want to do, get to where I want to go. 
The same applies in our career. Most of our teams, most of our employees, they're not motivated to be at work. They're not motivated to do their job because they don't know how their job today helps them where they want to go. It doesn't. And if they don't know that direction, if they don't know why they're showing up and doing what they're doing, why would they expect to be motivated to do it? They're just there to get a paycheck. But if we as leaders can learn to help them connect the dots, then we start to put the ball in their court. And here's the cool part. If they express an interest within the company, they want to get to a specific position, they want to grow to a certain rate, and we help connect the dots of the skills they need to develop and the things they need to do and how if they do that, it's going to help them put themselves into a position for that promotion or for that opportunity, then we put the responsibility on them. Because if they don't do the work and they knew what the work was, then they automatically rule themselves out of that promotion and that opportunity. We put the ball in their court. Instead of hoping they understand it, hoping they build the skills, we say, if this is a goal you really want, if this is where you want to go, you need to do A, B, and C. Build these skills. And then if they don't build the skills, it's on them. But if they do, we've created not only helping put them in a better position for that opportunity, but we've helped them get closer to the goals they want. And so guess what? If they decide to leave our company because their end goal was something completely different, then they're always going to help us recruit because they're going to be able to look at our relationship and say, you know what? I didn't stay there long-term, but I can hundred percent say that that company and that manager helped me build the skills to go do what I want to do. It's an incredible place to work. You should go there. You got to play the long game. And that starts by building relationships with the people we work alongside, the people that report to us. It's making sure there's a clear direction on what their role is and why their role matters to the overall team. It, it's setting the expectations and standards and then agreeing upon them because we built the relationship so now we can hold each other accountable. And then finally, it's working on the excitement level, helping them connect the dots between where they are today and where they're trying to go. Whether you're owning a gym and you've got a bunch of part-time coaches, talk about how the, the weekly running classes and attention to detail and communicating and teaching can help them in whatever they're trying to do in life. If you're running a sales team, talk to your team about how the ability to make outbound calls and tell powerful stories and connect with people are going to help them in whatever they want to go do. But make sure you connect those dots so you give your team not only the best chance to succeed, but you give those individuals on your team a blueprint to stay motivated and do the work to improve themselves because they start to see the path of where they're trying to go. Make your impact in the workplace because most companies, most leaders, most managers aren't doing this. If you want to stand out, if you want to make an impact, if you want to influence those you work alongside, serve, love, live with, make the investment in them. I'm cheering for you, competitor. Go make an impact today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.